Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Manager Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That's right. we got a great show for you today. We have Christy. Uh, we're doing a little bit different today. She's going to be uh, virtual. Um, we've done, we haven't done one like this where we're in the studio and the guest is yeah. virtual. Something new. Yeah. Trying out something new. Something new. Christy from uh, Gulf Coast Produce uh, is going to be t- chatting with us today. Uh, Gulf Coast Produce Distributors Incorporated. want to get that right. Uh, going to be talking to us today about their business, man, and uh, all the cool produce that they sell and where they sell it at. And it's going to be a good, uh, a good, a good episode. But uh, t- we're going to start out like we always do. Uh, hopefully you're getting familiar with some of these people that we're talking about because we strongly, strongly support them. Uh, right here, right out of the gate. Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're looking to get your teeth cleaned, if you're looking for a great local dentist that supports the local community, and uh, he's does a swell a, guy, he's too. a swell guy. He does a great job. Uh, he's got a friendly staff here that you can see. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Magnolia Smiles if you'd like to kind of see what they're all about before you make that phone call. Or you can hit them up on their regular website at www.southernmagnoliasmiles.com. Uh, and then when you're ready to make that serious commitment. Give them a call on the landline at 228-215-1202 and tell them that you heard about them on the Brown Water Banter podcast That's and it. you can't wait to get your teeth clean and get them all shiny. So Hill Tree Marketing, if you for any reason need a website or any type of uh, cinematography, uh, photography, you need pictures taken, uh, they do IT work as well. Hit up Jesse Hill and his team here at HilltreeMarketing.com. You can see all the friendly faces he's got as well. Um, go to their website, HilltreeMarketing.com. Take a look at the website that they built. Like we said, uh, they got some really great stuff that they've done, a lot of local names that you're going to be familiar with. Uh, or go to our website at BrownWaterBanter.com and check it out. Yep. He re- he overhauled that thing for us a uh, and few it looks months amazing. back. We've been nothing but happy with it ever since then. Hilltree Marketing, man. Go check them out. Like I say, maybe you're a content creator. Maybe you're a small business. Whatever you are and whatever you need it for, they can hook you up. Saltwater Fabrication. This is our good buddy Vincent, man, over there. If you need any type of metal work done for any reason, he specializes and started out with custom T-tops for boats. He does a lot of stuff for boats, but he's branching out. He's getting creative. Let me just show you. There's the T-top right there for all the people yeah. on the live stream watching. Anything you need out of metal, he That's can right. do it. He, he made that. weld it, cut it out, laser cut it. He does all kinds of stuff. Check, all the good work. Check out that weld right there, right? All right, and then what do I got here? Another one. Yep. Another and we'll one. actually be hanging out with this cat this weekend at the boat show. That is and correct. it's going to be in a good time. So come out and hang out with us. See the booth, what he's got set up. He's got a new... T-top looking good. It's going to unveil this secret T-top at the uh, at the boat show. So that's right. He's also slinging merch too. So if you want to support him, man, you can uh, buy a mer- uh, buy a, a hoodie or a. Uh, he's got long sleeve T-shirts for sale on his Facebook. Just type in Saltwater Fabrication uh, on Facebook, and you can uh, you can hit him up there. Or the dude's like, hey, just call me if you need the work done yep. uh, at two two eight. 229-8855, man. Give him a call. Tell him that you heard about him on the Brown Water Banter podcast and you want to get some work done. Joey mentioned uh, laser etching. There it is right there. He yep. cut that out for a neon moon in downtown Ocean Springs, man. Uh, they got a killer wooden table, and he did the uh, all the, the uh, metal work for the underneath part. Uh, you also mentioned, Joey. Yep, rolling into the boat show. That is this weekend, and we are actually, right after the show, loading everything up and headed that way tomorrow afternoon to set up. That's right. Um, the boat shows Monday through Friday. That's 11th through the 13th. And the whole thing can be found at Biloxi Boat Show. 
uh, the link. You can get your tickets. Uh, there's going to be a whole lot of local guys hanging out there um, and some guys that came in from uh, out of town and anything you need in the boating world, outdoor world, and even if you don't need anything, you can get fudge and popcorn and candy. So it's going to be a good time. Come hang out with us. Uh, like I said, it starts Friday at noon, so come check us out. Yep, like Joey said, we will be there. There's going to be all kind of vendors. Uh, there's a soap vendor from last year yeah. that I'm showing on the screen. Audio people, you're going to have to take our word for it uh, or just go there yourself would be even better because um, uh, it's going to be a good time. So, mm -hmm. All right, let's bring in Christy here. She's patiently waiting here in the in the the, the backstage area, as we call it. Let's see if we can – boom, the there we go. Room. In the green room. There yeah. you go. Uh, Christy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. We're doing great. Well, we're having a good time this evening. Like we were saying, I don't know if you could hear us, but this is the first time we've been in the studio and the guest has been uh, virtual. So right. I, I hope all the we're, technology is yeah. <laughs> working appropriately. I think it is. It feels yeah. like it is. But uh, uh, so so tell us about uh, Gulf Coast Gulf Coast Produce and uh, how long how long y'all have been in the community and how what your affiliation is. We always like to start there. What's your right. affiliation with the company? Okay. I'm the president and owner of Gulf Coast Produce. My husband is vice president of Gulf Coast Produce. We're both originally from Louisiana. Uh, Mike came in 1995 and started off with a very small building. And as the community grew, Gulf Coast Produce grew. And uh, before Katrina, we had grown with the Beau Rivage and all the casinos that were coming up in the, on the coast being developed that we were actually able to expand our distribution uh, on our property. And now we went from a 10,000 square foot facility to a 34,000 square foot That's facility. Um, we're just a food service distributor. Uh, we've got over 1,300 commodities that the chefs can choose from. Our distribution area goes all the way west to New Iberia, Lafayette, through Louisiana, New Orleans, Biloxi, Jackson, Mississippi, Starkville, Mississippi, into Alabama's market. So we we service three states. Uh, we're very diversified. It could be a small account to the Beauvage account. Uh, we service retail, grocery stores, country clubs, nursing homes, assisted living, uh food chain, restaurant, Olive Gardens, Red Lobsters, Cracker Barrel, Chili's, um, and, and everything in between. Our goal is just to get fresh produce out into our communities, to let people have an option to choose a nutritional value in the fresh produce while we support our local growers. Yes, we have contracts with Driscoll Strawberries in California and Idaho Potatoes, but when our Local farmers are in season. I allocate a percentage of our inventory for this whole facility strictly to local growers um, along the Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana coastline. Well, that's definitely that's, what we're that all was, about. That was hammering yeah. my questions yeah. out. You hammered my questions out one after the other. Yeah. I guess I'll start. Where's y'all's home base? Biloxi, Mississippi. One nine four home base. Bond Street. Awesome. Uh -huh. Yep. And uh, yeah, jo like Joey said, you hit about eight questions that I had lined up <laughs> right out the gate off of their first answer. So kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome about letting the local growers be a part of what you're doing whenever, like you said, when they're in season, because, hey, sometimes you can't get what you need in this climate here right right away. Right. So you have to buy from other people. 
Uh, the I did not realize that they were y'all are in that many states and and distribute to that many places. Right. That's a log, a logistical uh, nightmare. A, yeah, for me, I'm sure y'all handle it great, but, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Um, a lot of the inbounds, you know, nobody wants to be out of any product. Not your grocery stores. Your restaurants don't want to be out of product. I desperately don't want to not send something out. Unfortunately, the shortage in the United States for product, it's it's affecting all of us across the board. Doesn't matter if you're retail, if you're a restaurant or if you're a food service distributor. Uh, example, you know, of being prorated. I, we don't normally get prorated on bananas. Well, when Guatemala is having a strike with their truckers, the logistics, they control what is coming into the United States. And it's the cards that were dealt. Right. You know, I, I don't want to be out of no bananas. I mean, Gulfport has a port of Chiquitas that come in. I should be able to get whatever I need. It doesn't work like that. So when you talk about logistics, the major logistics out of California and Florida and Idaho, you know, it, it is a, a nightmare. Some of them are going through winter blizzards and we're down here on the South going, well, the sun's out. Yeah. But the trucks are delayed in other States because of what mother nature is doing. Mother nature wrecks havoc on the commodities, on the growers, too much rain. The berries are not going to be any good, too much heat, the edges of the iceberg or the romaine lettuce, they look burnt mm -hmm. as if I, I bought it that it, mother nature just produced of what she's producing because of what's going on with the regions and the different weather uh, structures that we're, we're having across the United States. I wish United States could feed every American that we can. It's not realistic. Right. United States needs Honduras, Costa Rica, we, we need other countries to help us fulfill the food need and for, for United States. We don't have the soil. We don't have the footprint to service every American for every commodity from one country. It, we can't supply enough food for our, for our Americans. So mm -hmm. it, a lot of things are imported. And I, I bet COVID is putting a strain on y'all as well, right? The shipping delays and getting stuff in off trucks and stuff like that. Well, what's putting the delays is ports not having enough staff right. to offload the vessels. Right. So when you get backlogged on the port, you've got vessels that's out there just waiting to get unloaded. They're ready to unload. We're not able to have enough staffing at whatever port across the United States. Is it getting better? Yes, it is. Are people trying to go to work? Yes. Is Gulf Coast Produce hiring? Absolutely. Everybody, Everybody is trying to fill the need to where we keep the supply chain moving and feeding as many communities as we possibly can. But yes, COVID has, um, it got scary there for a minute, you know, right in the mix of uh, 2020, 2021, we started seeing a light and now things are starting to blossom. It's starting to grow. People are wanting, they're eager to work. And so, you know, breadwinners for families, getting kids back into colleges and schools and getting back to some normalcy. We've never stopped working. Right. Um, but we didn't have, a sh I, I, we couldn't shut down. 
food had to be distributed one way or the other. Was I shorthanded? Yes, just like everybody else. Did I work 12, 14 hours a day? Yes, we did what we had to do to keep the supply chain moving in our communities. That's that, awesome. Yeah, that's all you I mean you got to, right? Yeah. Um so you brought up a point earlier about like the weather affecting obviously where what uh produce grows where and and sometimes even how it turns out once it is grown, right? You can only distribute what your what the grower sends to you, right? How do y'all do deal with like quality uh, assurance and when you're sending produce to like uh restaurants like the Beau Rivage, these fine dining uh, establishments, they're expecting a certain quality of stuff. Is that something y'all do in-house or is that supposed to happen before it gets to you? It should happen before it gets to me because just like the chefs don't want to, if they've got Driscoll berries, they're expecting the quality of a Driscoll berry. When it comes from logistics sides, from the inbound coming in with all the 18 wheelers that you see and you know the community getting frustrated with me because I got too many 18 wheelers trying to get unloaded. Well, you know, that that's food that's right. supplying right. to rural areas, colleges, military bases. You know, I have so much space to allocate trucks to get in and out and have the safety of the public while they're trying to come in and out of this area. But when it comes inbound, there's lots of protocols and procedures that we have to make sure they're in place. One is when those trucks back up into my dock, that nuts, nothing's been tampered with. If that lock has been tampered with on the back of the truck, I'll kick the load. Wow. Food safety protocols in, with USDA and uh, fresh produce distributors, food safety is our top main priority. You don't want to have any problems once you've accepted the load. With Gulf Coast Produce, I've invested in a system called Produce Pro. This tracks it, the product, all the way to the person who picked it from the field at what time of the field and when it was packaged. Wow. God forbid the FDA sends out a recall. Gulf Coast Produce is able to track it. It's traceability, accountability. Find out, do we have the product in-house? Is it in a recall? Do I have the lot? Is it all the information through FDA? If it is, then it's to be thrown out, USDA is called, it's immediately exited out of the building. No different if you had a recall at Walmart for their lettuce mix. If they have that skewer or that lot number, it is immediately discarded. And then you have to fill out all the documentations of, yes, I had X amount of packages and, and the grower would have to make uh, good of the product. But when it comes inbound, yes, we check temperature control. Our trucks, when they come in, or there's a recorder on inside the 18 wheelers reefer to see, to make sure nothing was compromised, that that temperature didn't elevate, it didn't lower too low, it didn't rise too high. Once everything checks out and my receivers receive the product from these 18 wheelers, they're to inspect the top and the middle and the bottom to ensure the quality of what Gulf Coast Produce is purchasing is really what we're received. If it comes in, and it is not up to par, it is not salvageable, or it's borderline knowing that once I take ownership of it, in a couple of days, I could have a bad product. I will reject it. I will, you know, just reject, go. <laughs> I will reject the product. It's a live show. It yeah, happens. Cool. We, it happens all the time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. no problem. So if I do accept it, then I take ownership of it. 
So if the product is good, well then my inventory is turning one and a half days. It's, it's, it's out of my building. I've already got more trucks coming in. If the truck does make it in and the product is not up to par, then I will kick the load, which means I don't take ownership of it. I don't accept this. And I get with that grower. Uh, my procurement team notifies the grower. We send pictures. If we have to get a USDA custom down here to show that we are rejecting a full load because it didn't meet our quality standards, it's the nature of our industry. You mm -hmm. won't always get diamonds. Yeah. Sometimes those employees in California, they thought it looked good. Well, the first case may look beautiful, but you get to the bottom of the pallet. It's all right. It's not. So good. Yeah. And I've just took ownership of it, you right. know, and you know, 33,000 square foot of, of just fresh produce. It's got to turn fast. I can't sit yeah. a week of product and, and thinking that the quality is up to par for any consumers, consumers. That, that's something that you don't think about. We mentioned logistics earlier. You're not shipping stuff. Like you just said, that can just sit around and, yeah. and be you're fine. For, yeah. Like yeah. a week or two or a month and be like, I oh, will get to that. No, I mean, you got to, your turnover rate has got to be fast, two, right? One day, two days at the most. One and a half days. I should be turning my inventory. Wow. wow. So uh, people every week there's constant truckloads coming in and then I take my trucks that are, again, you can't break the food, the uh, cold chain. I receive it cold. It goes into a cold building. It goes on a cold dock. It's tagged. It's labeled. It's tracked. It's scanned. Then it puts into a cold cooling holding area of whichever commodity I have goes in different holding stages because the temperature is controlled. If you place an order today, Tonight, my guys are pulling the orders, checking the quality, double checking, making sure. And it goes immediately from a cold chain into a, one of our cold trucks, loads up and heads either to Lafayette, Starkville, Sarah Land, Alabama, where, you know, whatever it's routed to, those customers are getting their orders tomorrow morning from tonight's pulls. I actually passed one this morning. Y'all got the, like the white, white box, box trucks, right? Well, I'm rotating those trucks out. Most of them, there's one white box truck that's got uh, a different, uh, it's a dragon fruit with some water splashes on it to make it look fresh. But the truck wraps that I have, those are not photoshops. They're, those are not pulled off of Google and I like the picture. Those are actual product that was in our building. And I tell my sales rep, what better marketing plan could you possibly have than to say, you see that truck? That's product that we took photo of out of our building. Yeah. So it's the same product on the truck that you're gonna receive. No Photoshop, no stolen off of Google. It's just actual product that we were having fun with. So now each truck is gonna have a different wrap. As my lease are coming up for renewal, I'll take the old wraps and bring in the new wraps to give a new look. I got to rotate them anyway, so why not give them a fresh look? So I don't, you, I don't know if you saw a minute ago, but Trevor Reed, a uh, friend of the show, is in the comments right now, and he's he took the photos. He said that those are his photos that he took for y'all. Yeah. Another another local guy, another yeah. local uh, photographer. Oh, so. we, I was heading up 67 this morning, bringing uh, my kids to North Full Market, and I was thinking about the show, and all of a sudden I look over, and it's the Gulf Coast produce truck. And I was like, well, I guess that's a sign. There it is. We're yeah. rolling down, yeah. running, yeah. running up 67 this morning. Yeah. We're all about supporting our local uh, restaurants and food chains. Um, you know, I always said even COVID or outside of COVID, we were all in this together. If you grow, I grow. If you're not growing, I'm not growing. 
we need to all be able to say, you know what, what can I do to get your business out there that maybe you didn't have that platform? I didn't have a platform in 1995. There was no Facebook. There was no live feed on a laptop. Right. We just had to grind it out every day, hustling, trying to find each account. And as the community was growing, well, we were doing a great job that we grew with our economy and with the community. So when you talk about, you know, Trevor, yes, he does a great job with marketing. We have a Nicole that does, she goes to the restaurants and does a check-in and takes photos of her meal and says, hey, I'm at Lady May. Here's the Gulf Coast produce. Look at all this fresh spinach yeah. and the artichokes, the artichoke hearts. You know, she takes the photos to say it came from that box and it ended up looking like this. Awesome. What a great, jo- what, what a great job she's got. I wish I was a good at photography. I just don't know her last name. She does the Gulf Coast girl. Isn't that the same Nicole yes. you're talking about? Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can't remember her last name and I, I, I apologize for it. But yes, she, um, when I sent uh, Miss Christie the message, she Facebooked me back. It's like, hey, I'm part of Gulf Coast Produce. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I did see yeah. that. I did yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about all this product, and I've got some pictures right off of your Facebook page that that uh, we need to show the people that are watching the live. Uh, there we go. I mean, look at look at those. That's bell peppers, bell peppers there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a. I mean, what they, yeah. they chefs. I've heard many of them say before that the first thing you what is it that you eat with your eyes first, right? It's the first sense that you get a, the appeal to when yeah. you see a dish is the way it looks. Yeah. Yep, it's got to be fresh. Well, I mean, and, we, you know. you've all had to I mean, you walk through Walmart and you grab a bag of salad that's browning on right, it. You know right. what I'm saying? You're just going to throw that back. You don't right. want anything to do with that. And then, and it, oh, so go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. And we have, uh, we have uh, the, the strawberries here. Yeah. I did pull that down. Everybody loves strawberries and they always make for yep. a great photo. Those are actually from a Louisiana grower. There you go. Look at that right there. Keeping it. Uh, about how much of your stuff is local uh, that y'all take in? About uh, 20% of our inventory is local, but once the seasons transition, the percentage goes in- entirely higher. Right. Watermelons are not in season right now. Right. Uh, when Creole tomatoes out of Louisiana, when those are in season, we bring in Creole tomatoes for our chefs. All my sweet potatoes are brought in from Mississippi Grower. Mm-hmm. Uh, salad days. And North Mississippi has all the uh, hydroponic uh, 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 spring mixes that they that they grow up in North Mississippi. We bring salad days in. Um, Eubanks and Loosedale, when he's in full-blown season, we get uh, zucchini, squash. He also cr- grows a Creole tomato, uh, watermelons. I mean, you name it. If Once the spring hits... A lot of our inventory is allocated just to the local growers. That's awesome. But it's local growers that we've been doing business with that has all the food safety regulation, gap certification, soil testing. You know, I I can't just have someone come to me and say, well, I'm a local grower. Will you buy this truckload of of, uh, whatever it may be, peaches or whatever? We got to go through the soil testings. We, we have to do all the food safety regulations first mm-hmm. before we can even attempt to bring a, a product into our facility. People yeah. don't, people don't, I don't think, think about what goes into getting the food to their plate, whether that's uh, at a restaurant or at home. I mean, you just take it for granted and you take the safety of it for granted. So it's really awesome to hear someone in your position to be able to break it down because I didn't think about any of that. No, not at all. Yeah. 
Well, y'all also y'all also deal with um, the uh, farmers market, right? Too. Yeah. Don't y'all have something to do with that? Yeah, I got a picture right here. Yeah. Um, any community, any city, any. Uh, I think this one was uh, by the Biloxi Greens. That's correct. But if past Christian, anybody, if anybody said, hey, you know, we're, we want y'all to be present at our market or whatever it may be. If I've got the staffing, if no one's out sick or anything, we'd love to get out in the community and educate everyone and show on the specialty, the exotic things that you won't normally see at a Walmart or uh, Rouse's. We bring in global exotic produce. We love it when it's banquet time season. Mardi Gras is one of the time frames that we bring in, you know, the Mardi Gras color, cauliflower, purple, right, orange, right, and yellow. Right. And those chefs make a beautiful dish for Mardi Gras. All the edible flowers that's out in, in the globe, not United States, we bring it in from, we, we fly in FedEx specialty products for people, uh, chefs that needed it tomorrow knowing that it took me three days to get it. Well, they're like, look, this just came out. I got the order. Christy, can you pull the trigger? Yeah. If you want to, you want me to FedEx it. Yeah. I'll do anything. We'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. Don't yeah. you worry. So yeah, we, we FedEx in a lot of commodities and um, it's usually your specialty high end um, items. Yeah. What's, what's the strangest thing you've ever had to uh, have been requested or the rarest thing you've ever had requested? She's like, it's always something that has to be here yesterday (laughs) and super rare, right? That's the nature of the business. Yeah. uh, To be honest, we, since COVID, we're not, we're not having to get all these um, trumpets, uh, squash blossoms. Um, There's just not a big demand for, you know, a lot of good questions that people ask me, why don't you carry organic? I will carry anything that is a need. If there's a demand, I don't have a demand for. I may have a few people that want, you know, a couple of pounds of organic. I would love to have a whole section just full of organic. But you can't turn that it's around. Not, yeah. It's not a demand for it. Right. So mm-hmm. right now, I don't have a demand for organics. Um, chefs just don't ask for organics. What they want is Where's the list of the local commodities from these local growers? What do you have? Silver queen corn. You know, we start giving on the list and that's where they want to allocate a lot of our Sodexo, Aramark colleges. They want to put on their buffets, their sign that shows this came from grower so-and-so in our state. Yeah. Wherever it's grown, if it's local, if it's in 250 mile radius of this building, it's, it's local. Once we bring it in, it's tracked. It's got its own skewer and everything that shows that this was a local grower and where it was grown. Everything else is just tracked under the label. It's a Dole. It's a Taylor Farm. It's a Driscoll. Mm-hmm. Right. I did not know that. So 250 is the radius yeah. to be local. Yes. I did not know that. Could you, if people are the, the watching this and listening to it, uh, name just a couple local here to the Gulf Coast places where they can get your your produce, uh, restaurants or wherever, if they want to go and just check it out for themselves. Pretty much everywhere. I don't mean <laughs> to be arrogant. Yeah, but it's everywhere. It's, 
Yeah, you want to go to the Scarlet Pearl, you want to go to the Boulevard, you right. want to go to Lady May, you want to go to Trapani's, Salute, okay. uh, the Reef. That's what we wanted to hear, yeah. So you're there, you're everywhere. So let me flip it and say like this. If you want to check it out, just look down at your plate next time that you order some food on the right. Mississippi Gulf Coast, and you're probably going to know that that's their product. That's so. awesome. Well, that, that today has been very informative. Yes. Uh, this is this is a lot of stuff that I didn't even think about. Like Not I say, you don't you kind of take it for granted, which I guess means y'all are doing a great job, and the food industry is doing a great job of keeping everybody safe and not sick from you know bad product. Um, yeah. But uh, was, is there anything else that you had for Jerry? She nailed it right off the bat. Yeah, it was like did. eight questions yeah, answered in did. one statement. I, I don't. You en- did your homework. You did. I don't. En- <laughs> I don't envy what I think your day must be like. It, it seems like it's a lot. It, you know. Our industry, the produce industry, is like the stock market. It, it's constantly fluctuating. Pri- Mother Nature, logistics, uh, right. this crop, pricing up and down and up and down. And you think you got it all leveled, and then a truck breaks down coming out of California, and you've got to go and source from another distributor or from another mm, grower. Yeah, I don't, my we're head working behind the scenes so that you, our customer, don't feel it. Yep, and we All just right. see the trucks, and we see the product on the plate. So, uh, Wait, hold on, let me ask: Have you seen? Have you heard about the new CDL licenses coming down the pipeline? The new requirements. <laughs> She's like, do you think? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna put a strain on every. I mean, they're, they're, what if is you're it, Joey? I don't CD- know. Right now, you can just take a class and get a CDL. Now you're gonna have to do like a week course, and it, it's it's a whole. So we're in the middle of a driver shortage. We're gonna up the correct. What, okay, yeah. that makes. So tons if you're of looking sense. to get a CDL. Get it now. Don't wait because it's only going to get more expensive and harder to get. Wow. So, yeah. Get it and now. let me tell you, if you were if you were a driver for us and you started at a certain weight, you're going to be fat because somehow our drivers have such a great relationship with all their chefs when they <laughs> stop. You know yeah. They're like, Jerry, come here. We we got a steak for you. We got some food for, and they're eating there. And I'm like. You weren't this big when I hired you. And he's like, I know <laughs> they take care of me because we take care of you. That's yes. awesome. That's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Chris, Christy, thank you so much for yes, what you do for the thank community. You. Thanks for moving here when you did and riding the wave and growing with the community, supporting local growers. And thank you for being on the show this evening. I know we had some rescheduling a couple yeah, times, and you were very uh, accommodating, and we sure. appreciate that. If there's ever anything you need from us in the future, please don't hesitate. Let us know. Uh, you can come back and be in the studio if we can get that at some point yeah, in, the, in the future. And I'm sure we'll see you out and about uh, at some of those uh, the, 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 the downtown yeah. stuff if you're there. So It's beautiful. Thanks for having me. All yes, right. Thank you have you. a great evening. All right. You too. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. that That's why awesome. I said it. Yeah. Uh, no, that really was a lot of stuff I didn't think about, man. I hope the I hope the listeners out there. I hope y'all uh, learn some stuff, man, and uh, know that that's a local business right there in Biloxi yeah, downtown. Right there. Crushing headquarters it. in crushing Biloxi, it. crushing it. Yeah, yeah. I thought they just delivered around here. <laughs> all, no all over the place. I had no clue, man. Yeah. No clue. All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in on the live stream, man. If you're enjoying what we're doing, smash that share button. We always yep. appreciate that. Uh, go to the website and check out the merch, people, and uh, Come podcast. hang out with us this weekend at the boat show. That's right. It's going to be a blast. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll be there. Later on. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, We've been looking at the numbers here on the Audio Land podcast, and they've been growing, 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 and growing. So it really means a lot to us. 
I hope that means you're digging what we're doing. Uh, But if you want to reach out to us on any of the social platforms, man, Facebook or Instagram, hell, we're even on Twitter. We're at BrownwaterB, all one word. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know who you'd like uh, us to have on the show, man. We're always down for a uh, referral or recommendation. And also, don't forget to jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. That's where we got all our merch for sale, man. If you want to support the show, go grab you a Brownwater hat or a hoodie. Uh, we got some dry fit shirts, long sleeve, short sleeves, you name it, we got it. Go check it out. And as always, we appreciate it. Brown water banter.